Hello, my lovelies. I hope you had a lovely day today. Today is Saturday, May 6, 2023. And it was a glorious day because Charles was officially called King Charles III as today was his coronation. And Camilla is the queen, not Queen Consort. She is officially a queen. And it's been a long time since we had a king and queen. I mean, we had the Duke of Edinburgh who was the consort, consort but not officially king. So before we go into the topic of today's podcast, the song of choice is by Lord. It's called Royals. I love that song, and I'm sure you do too. Quite popular. Okay, so I'm not going to talk much about the coronation is uh, because I already spoke about it in my podcast earlier today titled When I Met King Charles III When He Was Prince of Wales as well as Prince William and Prince Harry. And yes, I did know them personally. So it was quite nostalgia. And in fact, I saw the I saw uh, uh, Prince Seso and his wife, Marbaring, from Lesotho, and I knew them quite well. And I saw them on the telly, and it was great seeing them walking down there. And actually, lots of the royals that went there. I knew uh, Beatrice was there, and I, I met her years ago, Princess Anne. I met her on June 18th, 2016, at Polo, actually. So it was quite lovely seeing all of them on the television. And no, I'm not invited. I haven't talked to anybody since 2016. And my previous podcast tells more about the story. Just a quick summary, but I'm sure I'll go into it as time goes on. But however, out of respect, I don't mention any of the mutual people we know that sort of mention in the media because of Harry Spare. But I, out of respect and their privacy, I'm not mentioning any other mutual people we knew at one point, acquaintances, uh, just out of respect. So I just want to let you know that in certain details, I will use um, fake names just out of respect. So, all right, in future stories. So the topic today is about Prince Harry. And I kind of did not want to really do any podcasts about him, but... I felt I needed to, due to the fact I did know him personally. I met Harry in 2004. I used to be a patron for Santa Ballet, so I did know him on a personal level. More like acquaintance personal. Well, no, 2004 was definitely personal. And I'm not claiming anything. I just knew him because of the polar people. We all had mutual uh, acquaintances. I made friends over that summer because I was a non-playing member at several polar clubs. And being a girl, I was 23 at the time. I'm now 43. Being a girl and blonde, I got invited to all these parties. And that's how I got to know the polo inner circle. So I got to know everybody. And it's such fond memories. And they actually, all of them, inspired me to quit my um, passion I had to work in politics to work in charity. And uh, and the reason why I focused on helping out with charity, Centerpoint and Centerbade, I talked in the previous podcast, but to sum it up, William and Harry treated me like a lady. And you have to understand how it was being a woman into the polo world, a bunch of these horny polo guys in their sexy white trousers. I'm sorry, they were they do look good, but they tend to take advantage of women. And there's a lot of dark memories I'm not ever going to say to public out of respect. And I, you know, want to forget about it, but 
when I showed up, there was a misconception with uh, several of the people, one polo player especially, and I have great, you know, a good heart for him, um, you know, deepest respect for him. I admire him. He's an amazing person. But at the time, yeah, what he did was, it was douchey. It really was. And I think he thought when I showed up by myself to polo one day that I was there to shag, you know, a one night stand. And I don't do that. So he made an assumption, the polo player made an assumption that I was a, what do you call it? a prick tease? That's a British term where you're just flirt uh, or a salty vixen because I was a vixen in a salty situation. That's where it comes from. And actually, hello, my lovelies. The word lovelies comes from that polo player who said lovely, lovely all the time. So it's kind of a, a thank you because all of them made me a stronger woman. And William had protected me when that person was harassing me because he drank too dang much. Not William, the, the dude. And uh, Harry did the same thing years later, and that's why I supported their charities as a thank you for helping me and being kind to me when I was by myself, showed up to Polo one day. All right, so Harry, oh, Harry, dear Harry, as you know, Harry came to his father's coronation. The problem was Harry did not come with Meghan or his two children. He flew in just for his father to get crowned, and Skidell out, and the story was to fly back to California to celebrate his son's fourth birthday. Now, the reality of it is, Megan was a little bit selfish on this and sheepish at the same time. She could have taken both kids, they all could have gone as a family, maybe not attend the coronation, but they could celebrate their birthday in England, or his birth, the Archie's birthday, fourth birthday. Happy birthday, Archie, by the way. Um... So that was really dumb on both Harry and Meghan's part. I don't know. I'm sure it was brought up in conversation. But, you know, I think Meghan might have felt well with all the, the shit show that happened with the Netflix and the, the book. And I'm sure more stuff's coming out. It, it, she probably felt uncomfortable and probably did not want the paparazzi following them around. But if they stayed behind closed doors and not shown up to the coronation, I don't think the media would have gone gaga. They did that before with uh, Wallace Simpson and many other royals who were shunned because of the media. And Wallace Simpson, it's another story, and I would love to go into a topic of that because a lot of historians have gotten her story wrong. And I've read, I did a research paper on Edward and uh, Wallace Simpson when I was at uni. So, okay, let's go with the top stories, what the titles are. And this is so funny. So People Magazine titled, Prince Harry and Prince William Don't Interact at Charles Coronation. What a dumb title. Second one, Prince Harry jets off after being royally frozen out of coronation. That's the Daily Beast. Fox News, Prince Harry continues to slight King Charles with heartless behavior, according to expert yada, yada, yada. The reason why People Magazine, the uh, Harry and Wills are not talking or interacting was very stupid. Because what's Harry supposed to do? Jump over uh, a couple of rows and run to the front and give his big bro a hug? No, that was one. That'd be dumb. Two, you don't do that. You have respect. You're there. You talk respect as an adult. So that title is just stupid. But yes, but Harry did show up and he felt out of place. I think a lot of it is because when you're used to something and when you go keep, you know, go away from it, it mentally messes with you. You get mentally exhausted. I know because when I helped out with charities and I was part of a, a different world and knew a lot of people and when you pull away from it, those people you knew, they don't talk to you anymore because you're nothing. You're all about giving money. 
And I actually did have, um, I would say, mental health situation, why I pulled out of charities, and it had something to do with what happened at one of the uh, fundraising events I had went to. And it wasn't the charity itself, because it I recognized somebody that did something a little bit dark, I won't say, many years ago. I saw him, and it just it got triggered, and because I had no one to talk to about it, I let it take the best of me. And years later, I actually talked to the person and I said, you know, you inspired me. I want you to know that. And that was it. Keep the negative and turn it to positive because you can't linger on negativity. You just can't. You see what happens on TikTok with the entire woke world. Everybody's so dang woke. They're telling the problems on TikTok and those problems get told on social media, like such as YouTube, and people are mocking. You know, there's certain things you just got to get up on social media. So I'm going to play a clip for you um, from BBC, where it talks about Prince Harry arriving at King Charles' coronation at, in Westminster Abbey. Here at the Abbey, members of the British royal family have been arriving after members of the foreign royal families already taken their place. And there's uh, Harry, the Duke of Sussex, was arriving with a group that includes um, uh, my Tyndall and Zara, and uh, the Duke of York and his two daughters and their husbands. And uh, they'll be taking their places um, quite near the front of the abbey itself, down near the coronation. So, yes, they were not you know, in the same area where William was, but he wasn't close. If Harry was still a working royal, he would have been probably in the front or second row or possibly sitting next to his wonderful Auntie Anne, and uh, it would have been a different situation. But because he's not a working royal, he can't, according to the law, I guess, or the possession or whatever, he can't walk with William and Kate. That's just part of it. And yes, I mean, Harry's probably is being frozen out right now. I think a lot of bitterness is going on. And and I still stand by the fact that, yes, Harry wrote a book, Spare. And it's great he did that, except it should never have been published publicly. It should have gone to the people he was addressing to work it out and just say, hey, this really bothered me. I want you to know where I was coming from. But I know, Harry, and I know for anyone out there, we've all been there where you feel alone. You have no one to talk to. And sometimes therapists are not very helpful. I went to one many years ago and she was, I, I don't know if she was smoking something. I don't know, I don't know what was wrong with her, but she gave those, the, the most bizarre advice. It was so bad and laughable. That she should have been a TikTok star. It was so horrible. She must have been very woke or something. I don't know. And I'll tell you about the advice someday in the future. It was the stupidest thing. So my thoughts about Harry is this. I think as time goes on, I think the rift will heal as long as they don't. And they, I mean, Megan and Harry don't continue uh, talking to the public about personal things. Remember what I said earlier in my podcast and in the previous podcast and telling my story about how I knew such and such person, William and Kate, well, I did know Kate, actually, I met her once, but, you know, Wills and Harry and, and King Charles. Um, I did not meet Camilla. I saw her from afar. I did meet the Queen. Who else did I meet? I see Fergie, her two daughters. I did meet Prince Andrew. I did not meet Edward. I would had loved to meet Edward because he likes history and he had a lovely history segment or series many years ago. And I remember the one he talked about, Edward VIII, because I used that from my paper at uni. So that was really cool. And, of course, I met Princess Anne. I had met, oh, Peter Phillips. Well, sort of. 
And that's a story maybe someday I will share. Maybe I won't because well, it's a quite funny and embarrassing story. And uh, yeah, I mean, I met a lot of people over the years. Oh, the king and queen of Belgium, when uh, before they were king and queen, I did meet them at a charity event. And see, I almost met the king of Spain when he was prince before he got engaged. I could have met him uh, at a charity event, but I ended up staying in England at the time to go to polo. And uh, so, yeah, um, it's not hard to meet royals anymore. Celebrities. Oh, I knew Prince Rashid of Jordan. I met him through polo. Um, I had his phone number at one point. Of course, not anymore. It's many, many years ago. He was single and I was single. And I, last time I talked to him, again, many years ago, he, I sent a message to him back in the States. And he called me when he was in the States. And uh, he was going to a charity polo thing in California. So I flew out there. And I met one of his American friends who had a Jaguar. I never forget. And I got to ride it. It was like a greenish color, I believe. It's been a long time. It's early 2000s. 2006, maybe. Yes, it was around that time. Five or six. Maybe it was a year later in 2004. Sorry, 2004 I came back home. So 2005 or six around that time. And it was Palm Springs. And um, the guy said, I have Paris Hilton's phone number on speed on. He literally calls her. And I love Paris. She said, I'm busy right now with my family. We'll talk later. And she hangs up on him. But I thought it was hilarious. But I did see her at uh, the, the polo club at Palm Springs at that point. She was driving out. So I think she was going to her family's. So uh, I never had any, I never talked to Paris Hilton. Oh, I knew Taylor Swift. I knew Benedict Cumberbatch. I met, I, oh, John Bon Jovi, Mick Jagger, Tom Parker Bowles. I could tell you that story in another podcast. I did meet a lot of people over the years. And I don't mind talking about the public ones, but anything that we know, mutual people that have been mentioned in the spotlight because of, well, the media being hungry and stupid, I, I will not give details on that out of respect. So anyways, my lovelies, um, my take on Harry is I just hope that he learns to stop talking to the media. See, the Harry I knew uh, hated the media a lot. And he, you know, his his own friends and acquaintances, the people who met him over the years, myself included, knew never to speak to the media. We protected Harry. Even if you met him like for five seconds of your life, you protect because, you know, you can tell how bad the media is. And now you get social media. And TikTok and Twitter and it's just the bullying online is so bad. I mean, I've seen hashtags. William is a bully. William is finished. Harry's finished. I mean, oh, negative stuff about Camilla. Uh, someone brought up the whole uh, Charles and Camilla tampon gate. Uh, their phones were hacked many years ago, and it was yeah, it was funny and quite embarrassing. But why would we bring that up? How many of us sp- spoken codes when we didn't want people listening to the conversation? We all have. So. All right, my lovelies, I thought here's my point of view and I hope you have a lovely night. Until next podcast, goodbye.